Welcome to the Daily Bible Study with Pastor Mark, lead pastor of Topeka Baptist Church, helping Christians everywhere go deeper in God's Word on a regular basis. And now, your host, Pastor Mark Doss. Genesis chapter 3 is where the story of creation turns tragic. And what happens in Genesis chapter 3 has implications for the entire rest of the Bible and all of mankind. We learn a lot in this chapter. We learn a lot about our enemy, Satan. We learn a lot about God in this chapter. And then we learn a lot about ourselves. And things will make more sense as you go through Genesis chapter 3. So we begin with our enemy, which is Satan. It starts the chapter by saying, Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. So we know that Satan was a fallen angel. He had tried to lead a rebellion against God in heaven, which we'll learn as we get into some of the prophetic books. But he leads this rebellion with a group of angels. He's kicked out of heaven. So now God has this enemy who hates God and seeks to destroy whatever God creates. Well, God creates the world. He creates Adam and Eve. He places them in this beautiful garden. He tells them, look, you can eat of every tree, but don't eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And Satan is allowed into the garden to test whether or not Adam and Eve will stay faithful to God's word, will do what God says. Well, we learn from this chapter that they failed the test. And what we see here is how Satan deals with us, how he comes after us. The first thing he does is he wants to create doubt in Eve's mind, and he does the same thing with you and I. Listen to what he says to her in verse number one. He says, did God actually say? So he's questioning God getting Eve to question God's word. Did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? So that's the first strategy that he uses. Then he straight up lies to her. He says in verse number four, then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. So he totally contradicts God and what God said. You'll not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. In fact, God doesn't want you to eat the fruit because he's keeping stuff from you. God's not fair. You could have a better life, but God's holding you down. So this is the strategy that he uses with all of us. He gets us to doubt God. He lies about the consequences of disobeying God. And he tricks Eve into thinking that if she eats the fruit, she'll have an even better life than she has now. So we know that she did give in to the temptation. She ate the fruit. It says, verse 6, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, it was a delight to the eyes, and the tree was to be desired to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate. She gave also to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. The eyes of them both were opened, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. Then notice how they responded when God came around. It says that they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. This is what we do when we sin. We hide. We hide from God. We hide from people. We try to cover it up. 
just as Satan's strategy hasn't changed since the beginning of time, nor has our dealing with sin changed since the beginning of time, that when we do what's wrong, we try to hide and act like nothing ever happened. But God interacts with them, and this is where we see the character of God, and this is the good news of the story, because here you have these created people, Adam and Eve, placed in this beautiful place in the garden. This is the best of us. You know, a lot of times we can be angry and frustrated with Adam and Eve because they sinned, but we would have done the same thing because they were the best of us, and yet they fell, and they gave in to the temptation of the serpent. But God pursued them. God still came down and pursued them even when they rebelled against him. And this shows us the character of God. It says that the Lord God called to man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the voice of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. God said, Who told you you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, and then you can read on about how that everybody blames everybody else, which is something else we do when we sin. First of all, we hide it. Then when it's exposed, we blame it on somebody else. So you would think by this point that God would have had enough. They trusted Satan over me. They ate the forbidden fruit. Now they tried to hide from me, and they're blaming each other once they're confronted with their sin. God would have every right to say, I'm done with you. You know, good luck down here, but he didn't. He helped them. He actually killed an animal to provide covering for them. They did have consequences as a result of their sin. They had to leave the garden, and then he lists the things that are going to happen as a result of their sin, that for the man, it's he's going to work, and it's but it's going to be challenging. It's going to be hard to provide. For the woman, there's going to be pain in childbirth. But in spite of all that, he gives them hope. He says in verse number 15, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. Now God's speaking to Satan here. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So even though this is a negative chapter where we learn about sin and we learn that sin has consequences, but there's some great news here too, and that is that in spite of our sin, God did not abandon us and will not abandon us, but instead will send a Redeemer to help us if we'll just look to him in faith. So I pray that you have done that. I pray that you have acknowledged your sin, not blamed anybody else, taken responsibility for it, and have put your faith and trust in Christ who came, who crushed Satan's head and defeated sin. I pray that if you've not done that, that you'll look to him in faith because this is what gives us hope for the future, and this is what gives us victory over Satan. Lord, we thank you for all you've done for us. Thank you for coming to this earth and dealing with our sin problem, for taking our sins on yourself and suffering the consequences that we deserve. We are grateful for your incredible mercy and grace. May we live for you every day. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Daily Bible Study with Pastor Mark. As you go about your day, may the Word of God resonate in your heart. If you like what you've heard today and want to hear full sermons from Pastor Mark, join us online at topekabaptist.org.